All right, everyone. Hope you brought your geek because it's time to get it on. Aloha triathletes, welcome to another edition of Get Your Geek On, the podcast designed to get you all geeked up about the sport of triathlon, whether you're an Ironman veteran or just thinking about your first sprint triathlon. That's right, if you're willing to sacrifice for something that's greater than you, you've come to the right place. I am the Tri-Geek Kahuna, podcasting from the Tri-Geek Dreams Labs in the OC, Orange County, California. And this is Iron Will, coming to you from just outside the Windy City, from the Through the Wall World Headquarters. Iron Will, how you doing? I'm doing okay, I think. I'm uh, trying to get over myself from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah t- tell, the, uh, tell the listeners what you did yesterday. Oh, man. I went on a ride with some people from my team. And um, for some reason, I'm always the only girl that like comes to these things, so I'm always the slowest one. Because <laughs> the guys are like Justice League junior card-carrying members, right. and so you're supposed to go on the ride, it was supposed to be, you know, 17, 19 miles an hour average, which I was cool with, and so, but anyway, it wound up being, you know, in lots of places, 22, 24 mile per hour, mile per hour average, and I was just like, yeah, I was oh totally wanting God. to die out there, and I swear, I was just like breathing hard the whole time, and I am afraid to even know what my heart rate monitor would have said had I remembered it, but... Um, yeah, oh my gosh, but... Did you, did you get some hills? N- you know what, I thought so, but apparently they're not hills, because I, when I, whenever I would catch the guys, um, I would say, okay, you guys, because some of them had, um, done Ironman Wisconsin, and I said, you guys, are these hills, like, Ironman Wisconsin hills, you getting ready to feel all cool about myself for having, you know, gotten up them and survived and felt decent, and they just kind of laughed and went, uh, no. <laughs> Like, oh, <laughs> great. So, yeah. Apparently, though, um, my coach, Greg, said, you need to go and find this one hill. And apparently we have one hill around here that is, like, it's plucked from that course. So it's about half an hour away. So now, next week, I need to go find this hill. Actually, probably Monday. I need to find this hill and go ride it. And it was funny because he said, um, you'll know it when you see it because you'll get to the top. <laughs> He says, you'll get to, you know, this point of the road, and all of a sudden the world will drop off the end of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, great. Oh, my God. Yeah, so um, I don't know. That's I'll feel a lot better. What? I, I was going to say, I noticed from the um, various countdown timers around the, the blogosphere that you have about 100 days until uh, <gasps> Ironman, Iron Wisconsin. Oh, <laughs> why did you say that? That's why I took my stupid counter off of my site because <laughs> it made me nauseous every time I saw it with one day less. And pretty soon, you know, I was feeling all fine when it was like 300-something days to Ironman Wisconsin. It started getting into like 190, and I was like, oh, no, no, it's got to go away now. Oh, no. Yeah, so thanks. Um, You're welcome. Uh, my, my job is to uh, <laughs> keep you... Keep you uh, Paranoid and uh, freaked out. 
So, so how? What would be you know if I give you a progress report on um, if you give yourself a progress report on on your training and where you are? What would you? What grade would you have? Oh boy, um, you know what? I'd have to say C plus, or Ooh. but I'm I'm like you're, you're a hard grader. I yeah I I don't know I just I know where I thought I'd be now and and I can hang with the longer rides and and my swim's coming along and I'm actually pretty happy with how my run's been coming along so maybe a B minus but um, <laughs> I, I just after all the stuff I'm hearing about this course I'm just I'm feeling so like. I should be so much farther ahead, or I should be so much stronger, I should be so much faster. And everybody's like, calm down, three months is a long time, it's a whole summer, it's a whole this, it's a whole that. And But I can just think of, I, I think of it in terms of it's 12 weeks, mm-hmm. you know, and of course that sounds like a lot sooner. And I don't know, there are other things going on in the world, though, that are way bigger deal than my dumb little race here. So I guess I, whenever I freak out like that, I think of that and kind of, puts things back in perspective, I guess. So, <laughs> so you know, like kind of like near-death experiences uh, oh of God. someone I know. Yeah, I, uh, first of all, I, I really missed you on the, the podcast last... Uh, I missed you too, uh, especially uh, when I thought, you know, you might not ever be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and let's see, well, I, I, I'm, I know I'm... Uh, I got my game face on for the podcast, but it, it's been a weird time <laughs> because um, I, I've, I've I've been I've been depressed since this cra- crash. It's been um, there's been a, a sadness or something. I, I think it's this you know facing mortality or um, I'm not I haven't quite figured out what it is. And, I, and um, a lot of people emailed me and said that's um, really natural after. you you know, walk away from a mm-hmm. from a big accident, um, no matter you know what kind of accident. Uh, but uh, it's just this. I keep replaying in my mind, you know, going off that that um, road and just you know the helpless feeling and the mm-hmm. the kind of like this is this is it. Like I'm so screwed right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's I I can't. I'm gonna um, we're gonna call head doc this this uh podcast to try to help us with both of our problems sort of the um you know the, this whole sadness and and um what's that about um when, when you crash so badly and then with you um what, what exactly do you want me to ask uh, head doc for you i think i have like insomnia or something um oh. because oh. yeah because like last night for example uh, it's like the night before and the night after. Um, for some reason, I can't sleep anymore, um, like at all. I'm up to like three o'clock in the morning, um, and it's weird because it started out. It was just the night before these big workouts. Uh-huh. You know when it started? It started with that huge ride, um, that big thunderstorm ride. Uh, Af- after that, I couldn't right. sleep and anymore um, before my big rides on the weekends, and. Um, but I could sleep, you know, okay the night after. Now I can't sleep the night after either, and so it's like spreading. <laughs> and I don't know what is up with that, but yeah, I don't know if I just like threw myself off rhythm somehow, or now I have like this. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just. I'm just gonna have to like have some. What is it? Echinacea? Not echinacea. What's that tea? Like <laughs> that sleepy tea, and get oh, over it. 
Sleepy tea. <laughs> Whatever that stuff is. You need something stronger than that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, hey, who's the uh, surprise the triathlete? We're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to surprise her in person. It's uh, oh. Bridget from uh, Redondo mm-hmm. Beach or Palos Verdes. I'm not sure which one in Southern California. And RoboStu, to get me out of my funk, has invited me up to his house to ride um, in Palos Verdes, which is a beautiful uh, um, city on, the, on a peninsula in um, in uh, Southern California, so we're going to go up there and we're going to meet her, and then I'm going to do a uh, uh, interview, which she doesn't know, with her. And she's 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 a very good um, uh, endurance athlete. She's she's um, a multi finisher of marathons, and um, she did Wildflower this year, and she kicked oh wow kicked Robostu's butt uh, <laughs> by about a half an hour. So. Um, uh, she's she's real good, so we'll we'll talk to her and um, uh, I guess because we're going to record it in the future, so we should say now that um, let's listen to it, but we don't really know what's on it. So do you want to listen to it? <laughs> let's listen to it. All right. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Craigie Kahuna in uh, beautiful Redondo Beach. It's hot. It's got to be way in the 70s. And we're going to go out for a ride. And we're, we have a surprise triathlete today. Robo Stu's here. Say hi, Robo. Good morning, everybody. And uh, this is Bridget. And Bridget's going out for a ride. And she's a, a blogger and a frequent commentator and a marathoner. And she kicked uh, Robo Stu's ass in the uh, Wildflower Half Ironman. So, um, Training for Arizona. Tra- training for Arizona. For next year, do you sign up? I did. I'm already registered. Ready to go. Oh, my God. You only have, what, 300 and something more days? Yeah, I think it's 330-something, so I'm getting nervous. <laughs> okay, and tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about your triathlon story. How would you get into the sport? Well, I was doing marathons, and uh, years ago I had done some sprint triathlons and decided to concentrate on marathons, and I've been doing lots and lots of marathons, but kept getting injured, and the doctor told me I needed to start swimming and biking, and... I thought I wasn't going to do it unless there was some real reason to do it, so I started doing triathlons again, and love it. And how how long have you done triathlons? Really, I've just been back doing them. I started training in December and did a sprint distance and just did the wildflower long course. What did you think of wildflower? Awesome. Everyone should do wildflower. The best experience. Really? What did you think of the run? Okay, the run, <laughs> the run, it was more of a stroll by the time I got there, I think. But it was, I think if I had done the run course, not on a race day, it's, it's a really neat course because it's on different terrain and you get to do some fun hills, but it is just brutally hard at the end of a triathlon. Really, really hard. And what you're saying is you're strolling actually beat Robo by about a half an hour or so. Yeah, maybe maybe I was a little bit faster stroller, but <laughs> my husband was along the course, so whenever he was there with the camera, I had to run, so maybe that made me run a little bit more. <laughs> now, um, sign up for Ironman. Why, why did you do that? 
to me it's just it's it's the next phase. I've always wanted to do an Ironman. I don't think I could do triathlons without eventually thinking about an Ironman. It's it's my ultimate goal, and I'm I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I'm at a good time in my life where I can get some pretty good training in and picked Arizona because I have family in Arizona and they can come out and cheer for me and pick me up when I'm done. So good. And, and tell me a little bit about your personal life here. Married? I'm married and I have four-year-old twin boys. Oh my God. Keep things crazy, but I stay home with them, which is really nice. So that's it. That's all I have. <laughs> and your husband is uh, good about staying home with them when you're uh, training? He's phenomenal. He's the best dad, and he he loves his time with them, doesn't see it as babysitting, sees it as fun dad time. So it's it's a good balance, and he likes me to actually go out, so he has some time with just them where he can play with them. So, yeah. I got in big trouble, uh, like, the first time I said, I'm babysitting my kids. And they're like, you don't babysit your own kids. <laughs> your own. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go for a ride. We're going to go for, uh, it's going to be about two hours. We'll go up a very steep, uh, what's the name of the street? Palisbury's Drive East. Palisbury's Drive East. This is the first uh, form of exercise I've done in a week. Um, so I'll probably be strolling behind you guys. Um, we're behind Bridget for sure. <laughs> And um, let me just interview Robo too real quick before we get off. Robo, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good morning, brother. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, have you recovered from your wildflower uh, debacle? I, I am totally recovered. I've never felt stronger, and uh, now it's all about Florida. You know, we're checking out. Um, I was checking out races. There's a Camp Pendleton um, Olympic in mid-July. You think about doing that? Uh, we're on vacation probably in mid-July, so that might not work. Depends what day it is. All right. 15th. 15th? Because we leave on the 16th. Oh, that'd be nice. Maybe if it's the 16th is a Sunday. Maybe it is on Saturday the 15th. All right, well, we'll check that out. So um, it's a nice day for a ride, and uh, you're in great shape. Really good. How are you feeling? That's the most important thing. I'm not feeling that good, so we'll see. We'll see how we do. But I'm looking forward. I would not have ridden today if it wasn't for you guys. So well, glad we can get you back in the saddle again, baby. Why don't we get on the road before it gets uh, even hotter? All right. Okay, we're at the top of the hill in Palos Verdes. I was going to be wise since I haven't bike ridden and road bike ridden probably five weeks a hard one six weeks and stop at the bottom of the hill but there's Robles to it that big stupid smile of his just saying hey, what a beautiful day this is great so I figured I would go up there and here's a warning to everybody out there beware of unassuming cheerful friendly mother of four year old twins because Bridget has just kicked our ass you're in great shape thank you I think uh, the wildflower training did it this is where I normally rode for wildflower and it it helped, but I'm tired. I'm really tired. It makes you feel better. <laughs> she's not even breathing hard. I don't think she's even sweating. I've been here longer. I'm dying. Yeah, you've been here about a half an hour longer waiting for us. And Robo's too hung back, and at the end, just to prove he's such a dick, he, he passes me, going about twice as fast, just to ruin whatever confidence I have left, which is not much. <laughs> Gotta remember how much I hate riding around. All right, well, we're going to go. Robo's got some sort of a social engagement today. Where are you going to go? A little brunch with some friends. Champagne brunch? Yep. What are you going to eat there on that brunch? Let's see, probably some scrambled egg whites and dry wheat toast, like you, right? <laughs> He's such a goof. All right, um, it's a nice day. Forgot my sunglasses. 
I've got my little beanie hat. No, actually, I'm going to have hot chocolate, beer, and pizza, lots of whipped cream, maybe some bacon and eggs, kind of like the uh, breakfast of champions that the kahuna eats, right? Sausage? <laughs> Absolutely, lots of sausage. As much meat. That's my po- that's my post race <laughs> snack. Oh my god! I was down to 187 for the uh, fixed air race, but uh, who knows now? All right. Um, oh, I was gonna ask uh, you ha- what kind of injuries did you have running? I had stress fractures in both legs, and then uh, took off few months and then when I started running again did one marathon and then got stress fractures again so uh, it's it's a sign that I need to be doing some more cross training so but and how many days a week were you running it when you got the stress fractures I was running five to six pretty hard days a week so it's not really a surprise that I got injured really so you're a pretty typical endurance athlete where it's, uh, you don't do anything half-assed, right? It, it's all or nothing. When, when I take off, I just sit and watch a lot of bad MTV shows and eat a lot of bad food. So I need to be out here exercising. What's bad MTV show? I can't say. I don't want people to start reading oh. my blog. <laughs> Is it Road, road Rules? Where they pick the, the date? Uh, oh, no, I don't like that one. But, like, Date My Mom. Not, oh, yeah. not that I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's, your, what's your favorite one? we we got to know. No one's listening. Um, I'm, I'm actually really entertained by uh, Laguna Beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Laguna Beach. Do you like that? Uh, that woman's going to be a breakout star, that girl, right? Yeah, that Kristen something I did. Don't ask. Don't act like you don't know her name. (laughs) (laughs) Next. That's the dating show. Oh, is that it? Okay. (laughs) Robo, you're such a metrosexual when it comes to shows. American Idol and Next. Jesus. All right, we're going to get going. This is uh, Kahuna over and out. All right, we're done with the uh, bike. Robo, any comments? That was a great ride. It was a beautiful day, wasn't it? He's so irritating. <laughs> I uh, These guys did great. It was a little rough for me, but uh, God dang, Bridget, you're in great shape. Thank you. I was scared about keeping up with you guys, so I'm happy I just survived. <laughs> Very good ride. Well, you never know in the blogosphere when you go out, it's sort of hit and miss when you uh, go, go riding with people because you... You don't know uh, their abilities, so you hope they're not too slow or too fast. So you were perfect. So, you. so you want to do this again? Yeah, I'd love to. You guys let me know anytime. All right, well, I'm gonna work. Uh, I'm gonna get work to get back in shape, and uh, so I don't have to see Robustus. This is beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Think about this, man. Five months to Florida. Five months and one week. It's real now. So let's get working. All right, so no uh, no pizza and beer on the way home? You're going to stop and get a little hot chocolate on the way home? I'll tell you the fastest way to get to Starbucks. You're going to go just down the hill, straight ahead down Sepulveda, and you run right into one drive through too. So I don't have to get out and walk? <laughs> you don't even have to get out and walk, man. You need to sit on your ass, and they'll bring you your hot chocolate with all the whipped cream on it you want. You're such a dick. Okay, I, okay, I won't get a hot chocolate. All right? I'll, 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 I'll drink water. All right, well, this is a beautiful day. It's probably like, God, it's a great day for the beach. Memorial Day weekend. It's probably going to be about 75 at the beach. 
good surf looked like. Man, didn't it? Yeah. Well, you don't you don't ever go in the water. Uh, but uh, so maybe the Kahuna will go surfing when I get home. Um, so anyway, we're um, we're all. Why don't you why don't you tell what your um, the address for your website if people want to look look at it? Oh, it's triathletebeat.com. at or dot blogspot dot com. What is triathlete? Oh, okay. <laughs> B who stands for bridges. <laughs> Be a <laughs> okay, I'm a little slow. And Robo's got his uh, Tri Geek Dreams uh, uniform on. What do you What do you think? I think this thing is sweet, and I like to thank uh, was it Tri Mama and uh, uh, Mr. Tri Mama. Mr. Tri Mama who put this together. Fantastic! It's a very professional job. I'm gonna be proud to wear it. Will you do it? Will you do it proud? I'll do my best. <laughs> I'll give you my all. That's all I gotta say. All right, this is the Kahuna sign off, and uh, let's get back to the show. Wow, she uh, she can kind of keep up with you guys, huh? Yeah, it's it's um. She sure can, and it's gonna be, you know, I'm, this is the first time I'm back on the bike, so it's gonna be, um, uh, it's a little scary because we're gonna be in hills, and I haven't got a new helmet, so I have to wear the dented helmet. Um, oh. But um, how's your, how's that like, thing on your leg? Oh, you don't even want to know. It's, uh, I, I got this thing. It, 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 it was, it had to be like, you know, instant internal bleeding, but it was this huge growth on my side of my shin that looked like an avocado, like an overripe avocado for a while. And then the, um, do you want to hear this? It's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so then the, um, oh, by the way, I showed, I, I showed my, I must have showed my bruise on my back to like a thousand people at work. I was so proud of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, so my, um, so there's like this avocado thing then sort of mushed out so it was like all in my leg and so... When I um, and it moves around, so like if I wear socks, it will be all kind of mushed up above my sock, or if I take my sock off, yeah. it'll be you know go down to my ankles. And um, so, what happens if you like put your wetsuit on? Does your head like then get all <laughs> big, like your hands and feet? <laughs> Uh, you know, I haven't tried that yet, but um, <laughs> there is a lot of blood, and uh, I think it would pump up uh, <laughs> pump up any area left uh, left exposed. And I know where you're going with this, but we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> you, you give me too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've, I'm so this is this will be interesting, right? Because because I. Uh, I haven't I haven't done one shred of exercise since the um, since the accident. So. Oh my gosh! Well, be careful. Like, go slowly. Oh, I'm gonna don't, go like a like a. Don't old, let Ro- oh, don't no. let Robo like drag you around. Don't worry. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go like an old lady uh, <laughs> down the hills and things like that. So um, I was, you know I was, you know how you're always paranoid going down or actually I am paranoid going down hills like. You know, something's gonna go into your spokes, or like you start thinking all these weird. Yeah, things. you get exactly. You get the uh, they're the daydreams of disaster. Right, and that's uh, you know I think that's gonna be interesting today, but um, I, I'm sure it will be fine. I am the Kahuna, and uh, <laughs> after all, <laughs> and I'll be able to uh, t- 
to figure it out, I guess. You know what I, I think we should do now, which is very critical for both of us, is talk to Head Doc. Yeah, um, find out what is up. Yeah, we, we both are um, mental cases. And um, <laughs> figure out how to get to sleep, um, how not to freak out about 100 days left to the biggest athletic event in your life. It's going to be about the big. It's pretty much going to be the biggest day in your life, besides, I imagine, the birth of your kids and your marriage. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I would, I would think so. Um, Yeah, they say that. What do they say? The three most stressful things in your life are um, moving, uh, career change, and divorce. Uh And um, I think that they need to add to that list Iron Man. Now, will you be more nervous for Iron Man, for the Iron Man, or for your marriage? I mean, your, your wedding. Oh, like when I got married? Yeah. You know what? I wasn't nervous at all when I got married. Um, I I planned like well, he was in the Air Force first of all, and so, we, and we were like kids, nineteen and twenty, and oh. uh, or no, like twenty and twenty-one actually. I was I just turned twenty, and. Uh, so he was going to come home on leave, and we were going to get married when he came home on leave. So I had like three months to plan the whole thing and do the whole thing. And, um, you know, I don't think I was too nervous. I was just so caught up in, in being, you know, excited about everything and moving uh-huh. across the country and so many changes. So getting married for me wasn't wasn't really stressful. Adjusting to being married, now that was stressful because I was like, you know, 1,100 miles away from anybody I knew mm-hmm. and a completely different culture going, you know, living in the southwestern part of the country for four years. And so that was a little, you know, stressful. I went through a lot of changes. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. I guess for that, to answer that question, I'm going to have to say probably Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, you know, I got married in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah? Yes, I did. It was, uh, we decided to sort of spur the moment to get married, and uh, so we, we drove out to Las Vegas, and um, you get a marriage license in about a minute. Wow. They have, like, them in vending machines and stuff out there, or pretty, what? Pretty much. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, <laughs> they just have this, um, and everybody's, it's so funny, because everybody's there is just, like, you know, pregnant women, and, you know, oh. trailer park women, and, and men, and, uh, you know, mullets, <laughs> mullets galore, and... Uh, so we got we got married at the Little Chapel of the West where um uh-huh. Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford got married and uh Michael Jordan got married and our Oh my goodness. Our um our preacher was drunk is a <gasps> skunk. Oh. And we got the uh we got the, the deluxe wedding which is like forty five dollars. Um, <laughs> and uh it was like we were going up the aisle, and you know, there's nobody there, and it's for this gal's, this preacher's wife, and this preacher's drunk, and it was just like really. And we're in Las Vegas, it was just totally surreal. But then he started talking, and, and he, he had a very moving, um, actually, uh, kind of speech or whatever it is, sermon, and uh, we both started crying in the in the middle what? of it. What? And, and it was it was so odd, and then. Um, so we got done, and then I thought we're in Las Vegas, and we're we got married, so we got to continue the um, theme, and we got to see like the cheesiest show. So um, Tony, Orlando, and Don were having a reunion. Oh my goodness! And so we went and saw Tony, Orlando, and Don. They put on a fabulous show, and um, so we, after that we walked out of the casino, and our um, 
I, I used to play basketball a lot, and one of um, my my whole kind of gang of basketball buddies just happened to be in this casino, and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" I'm like, "I just got married." <laughs> <laughs> so that was my uh, marriage story. I, that has nothing to do with triathlon, but uh, there you go. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, speaking of Las Vegas. Uh, we have show 21 next week. Oh, yeah. We're going to do it from Las Vegas and the, um, the... Are you... Is that... Was that not a joke? Is that happening? No, we're going to, we're going to do it in that, um, the, uh, the Puritan that listens to this show and and commented that we were too racy, um, um, we're going to do the show naked and (laughs) with Simply Stew. Did I get this memo? (laughs) Well, I got to talk to you about it. It's all about ratings. <laughs> oh God! So, so that means I got to get that stupid Scoutmaster outfit, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, oh um, God! Simply Stu said he's going to, um, he's going to, he's going to um, uh, wear the Elvis kind of the old Elvis outfit, <laughs> oh. and then uh, he's going to he's going to do a uh, uh, kind of a strip tease for people just to kind of get him out of the uh, oh, stereotype boy. of being the goody two shoes. So. Do I have to come out of a cake? Well, there's going to either be a cake or a pole <laughs> involved. It's, it's oh. like you're, uh... I think you should do the pole dance. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and, uh, you know, work on that flexibility. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, that, that would be... Uh, that would, <laughs> that be, would be some ratings, buddy. So we right got... Uh, yeah, so show 21. So you guys got to stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In, uh, live from Las Vegas. Wild and when uh, what is that show? What is that thing? When uh, oh yeah, um, or, or no, get your geek on Gone Wild. Gone Wild. There, yeah. There we go. <laughs> we'll have we'll have the company video and photos and things like that. So, um, <laughs> oh and, boy. Uh, anyway, yeah. So um, <laughs> so we're gonna so, so we need to talk to Head Dog, right? <laughs> we really better before <laughs> we make any more promises. Okay. Um, uh, well, let's let's go to our let's go to my interview with um, Head Doc and see if we can get our heads on straight. All right. How you doing? I'm doing very well, Sabina. Head doc is uh, real name is Craig Kane, and he's with uh, sports or he's a sports psychologist. And uh, if you want to look up his website, which is a really great one that he designed himself, is uh, www.sportsminded.us. Sportsminded.us, and uh, he just he's just a fabulous uh, resource for triathletes or any kind of endurance athlete. Um, so I appreciate you uh, taking the emergency call, um, and here's what we want to talk about. One is I, I experienced a little crash in um, Temecula on the mountain bike, and I've had a hard time uh, kind of snapping out of the, um, I'd call it a depression, just sort of a sadness, depression, melees, and just feel like you know, I don't really want to go you know, work out, and, and, um, and I know you've experienced a crash or two in your triathlete career. Um, what is that about, if you can put a finger on it? Sure thing. And yes, I have experienced a crash or two. You witnessed one of them. I did, yeah. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, I, 
that home lays the kind of reluctance to get back on the bike, so mm-hmm. to speak, right. is really common after a crash. Uh, in fact, I was just reading an interview with Bobby Julek, and he talked about his crash in 1999 after the tour, or during the tour, and that it took him a few years to get over. Um, and part of what he said is, you know, mentally you can kind of try to push it aside, but your body remembers what it was like. Mm. And I'm guessing you still have the bruises uh, as evidence of uh, of the crash that you had. I do. Um, I do. So, I mean, I think one of the things that we often kind of have this idea that we can just get over it immediately, and uh, we just need to give ourselves a little bit of a break. You need to give yourself a little bit of a break to win on that one. Because mm-hmm. um, it's traumatic, and it's traumatic on a lot of different levels. Uh, the depression often comes from... Uh, the fact that most of us, when we're riding our bike, uh, kind of fool ourselves. Um, and you kind of have to do that. Uh, we, we do it when we drive cars, too. We push aside any thought that we could be harmed in the process of doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I think as cyclists we don't like hearing stories like yours um, of people falling off of their bike. So we tend to operate when we leave on a ride or go on a race with this idea that no harm is going to come to me. And when something unexpected like what happened to you does occur, um, it shakes that little uh, uh, cloud that we've been living in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a pretty startling awareness to realize that uh, as much fun as the sport of triathlon or cycling can be, that there are, are some risks associated with it. And I think it's that awareness of, boy, this isn't just fun, that often throws us into that uh, depression or do I really want to do this or it's not as fun as it was before the crash uh, kind of state. And a lot of that is on an unconscious level, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, from the beginning to the end. That I mean, we don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm going to go for a bike ride, and as soon as I walk out my door, I'm going to forget the fact that there's traffic and, you know, there's people <laughs> fall off the bikes. I mean, that just kind of is an automatic process. And then the problem with an accident is that process isn't quite so automatic anymore. And, in fact, part of what we have to do is make that process kind of an active, conscious thought on our part um, so we have to remind ourselves look you know the accident was a rare thing it doesn't happen all the time um, you know odds are great that when you go out on a ride tomorrow morning nothing is going to happen to you um, and we kind of I think for a while have to just kind of go through that checklist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it, and it, it's it's um I found the other thing and it, it, when I was riding with you um, there was a big rock in the road um, uh, the other f- person riding with Robust who actually, um, you know, didn't see the rock and, you know, f- bumped and then fell into you, right? Is that how it happened? I, I, it's all mixed oh, up in my yeah. mind now. But, Absolutely. But you went down and you're going really fast and it was one of the busiest uh, streets in La Jolla, going down to La Jolla, so it's a downhill. And you guys fell in the middle of the road and if there was a car coming, um, you would have been dead or, you know, m- m- I mean, dead. I mean, it just, mm-hmm. it was, it was really scary. And you think, and even when I was in that, you know, I, and I was sort of the innocent bystander in that one, but even in, in that accident, I thought, you know, 
well, it didn't happen to me, and you know, maybe I would have reacted quicker. Like you kind of like think like you somehow would have avoided it, um, and that's you know why you have the good fortune. And then when you get in one, and you realize, you know what, there there's sometimes you just can't avoid it, and right. uh, you you all, all of a sudden feel very vulnerable. Um, Out of control. Yeah. Right. 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 So it, so it's just reminding yourself that um, kind of back into that, you know, what, what the reality is and imagine letting some time go by. Um, and um, how long did it take you to, to get over that? <laughs> Funny you should ask because if you were describing the accident, yes. I got that horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach again <laughs> and could only think, I'm so glad I didn't actually see it from your perspective, uh, only from mine. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I still, I still, uh, and it's been getting close to a year, um, think about that accident. And, um, and I still, when I ride down a hill, have to remind myself, and, and it was part of what I was going to suggest, is that like, I have to just keep reminding myself to relax because those thoughts do come back. And that nagging question of what if does come back. It's just kind of natural. Mm-hmm. And so I have to really consciously remind myself to take a deep breath, to relax, Typically for me, my shoulders start getting tense, and I start grabbing onto the handlebars. Uh-huh. And so, you know, I have to remind myself to not hold on quite so tight, relax, breathe, relax the shoulders. Because part of the problem that happens, and I don't know if it's happened to you yet, is that when we get tense in our body, uh-huh. our bikes start to get tense as well. Right, right. And so we start to feel more wobbly and the bike responds to our being tense and things get shaky on the bike. And that can be such a horrible spiral to go down Mm -hmm. uh, because we're already tense about it and then we feel like the bike isn't, you know, might fall and it's getting wobbly and we get tenser and it does that more and um, it's just the sooner you can break that cycle, the, the better it is. <laughs> so some of it is just reminding yourself to, to kind of be aware of situations that make you tense and, and to physically remind yourself or mentally remind yourself to take a deep breath and to relax. And, and to, you know, I, I think my, my main problem is, is not so much that, but the, i got to just tell you one thing. That, that reminds me of the, um, I don't know if you follow baseball very much, but there's been a couple of catchers that have had to... Um, retire from baseball because they got it in their head that they couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher. And, oh, uh, yeah, no, there's that very famous case. He just The video of it is astounding. <laughs> and, and just as a total aside, the interesting thing about that is Sazer, I think, was, actually was his name. He could throw the ball. He could release the ball in practice. Right. He just couldn't do it in front of a crowd. Yeah, it's just crazy, you know. And, yeah. it, you know, this guy has, you know, Probably at the time, hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, on the line, which is probably you know in his head too. But uh, it, it always, it always, um, I always felt for that person because I could totally see um, how they can do that, you know. Um, but um, you know, I think you know my main problem, and I, I didn't really think about it um, until you said this. But my pro- main problem is that I think some of the um, innocence of the triathlon has been mm-hmm. gone, and so what was a you know just a sheer joy and you know no fear and you know let's do a mountain bike race with um you know three times uh three practices under your belt um and you know i know that wasn't the smartest thing in the world um but there's sort of this invincibility and uh and to realize there isn't it's it somehow takes 
I mean, I'm having as much trouble, like, you know, going for a swim or going for a run is is going mm-hmm. on a bike ride. And I, I think it's that, that, that kind of that sheer joy is, is been, has been gone. Um, it's been taken, I guess. Um, right. So, right. all right. So I, I just need to be patient. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, no, I want a quick is, fix. You have a pill or a something? Quick fix? <laughs> there are. <laughs> um, the mind is an amazing thing, though. I will. I will say this before we move on to Ironwell. The mind is an amazing thing, and we do have the capacity to forget traumatic events quite well, and it will happen to you, too. All right, all um, right. And, you know, and part of what you're going to do, I think it's what everybody in a situation like this ends up doing, is you'll go review it and you'll figure out what you could have done and that whole idea that this was a random act and it was out of your control and you couldn't have done anything. You'll figure out something you could have done different and that will convince you that you can prevent something like this from happening in the future. All right, all right, that's good. Now let's get to Iron Will because she'll kill me if I don't get to her. Um, Absolutely. She, she, you know, wakes up, looks at the calendar, and she actually had to take her um, countdown watch off of her website because it was freaking her out so much. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But she realized uh, 100 days to Ironman of Wisconsin, and it just threw her into a um, a panic. And um, you know, she wants to know. What what can she do to just you know sort of calm? She's got a hundred days still, and uh, just sort of uh, keep a calm, uh, even keel as she's uh, as she's training sort of the final final three months for um, an Ironman. Mm-hmm. Two two things actually come come to mind. Uh, one of them is uh, just play off of what we were talking about: the stuff that you can control and the stuff that you can't control. Uh huh. Typically, a lot of pre-race anxiety and even the day of the race anxiety comes from feeling out of control. Like, we don't, as human beings, like to feel out of control. Um, And so part of what uh, Ironwell can begin to do, if she hasn't already, is to really focus on the things that she has control over in the next 100 days. Okay. Because um, there are things simply that she won't have control over. The weather is always a good one. Um, but there will be lots of things in the next 100 days that she has uh, under her control. And the more we focus on those things, that has a way of keeping us calm. Okay. okay. So, you know, the type of training she does for the next 100 days, what she eats or she doesn't eat for the next 100 days, the condition of her gear, her bike, um, even something as simple as making sure that the bike is tuned up um, helps relieve some of that pre-race anxiety. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is if she hasn't been doing her visualizations, and you know I'm a huge fan of visualizations, right. now would be the time to do it, and on a regular basis. And so what is that? I mean, take someone through, not, not the actual visualiza- visualization, but what should they be? Should it be at night, in the morning, um, when they're laying down? Which, which, how should they do that? Sure. You, I, you can do a visualization almost any time except when you're in the car. Okay. Or on the bike, for that matter. <laughs> um, not a good time to do it. Um, but if you, you know, if you want to do it sitting up, that's fine. If people are more comfortable lying down... If people want to do it first thing in the morning, I, I've done it before I go to sleep. We did that one before Wildflower. Um, so the time doesn't really make a difference, but having a place where you're not going to be interrupted is uh, most important there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and then 
you know, the basic stages are, and the first one we often forget is to just relax. And because um, the idea behind the visualization is you're going to want to go through, or Iron Will's going to want to go through the uh, Ironman Wisconsin, but she wants to associate the experience with a sense of being calm and relaxed. Okay, okay. So to do that, you have to just start being calm and relaxed at the very beginning. Um, and a couple deep breaths tensing and releasing, relaxing the muscles in your body. Um, those are just two really quick, simple ones. And if you want to have me back on and talk about more advanced stuff, we can right, do that. Right, okay, we can do that. Um, and then what I would really suggest to Iron Will is that she runs through the complete day um, in her head, kind of from beginning to end. Uh-huh. Um, because she has experienced a lot of anxiety, and it's not just about the actual race. So that she begins to imagine what it's like waking up in the morning, what she's going to eat, what she's going to wear, um, you know, setting up her transition area, and just kind of takes herself through the day. And every time the anxiety starts to rise, it's a good time to just remind yourself to relax. Um, it's not the kind of thing where you want to push through that anxiety and just have a 20-minute anxious visualization. Mm-hmm. It really is an opportunity to stop when it's the anxiety gets to be too much and then just remind yourself to relax, to calm down, um, that everything's going to be okay, and get back centered again before you go on. You've told me before you can even do, um, you know, like watching TV, you can almost do a, um, a rewind and a do-over. You get... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, if something if something goes wrong in the visualization... Um, you certainly can just rewind that bit and go over it and make sure that it goes right. So, um, you know, whatever. If you're doing a visualization and somehow you can't get out of your wetsuit in the transition, <laughs> you know, you can just rewind, see yourself coming back out of the water and, you know, have yourself do a perfect situation where the wetsuit just kind of slides right off of you. And um, you're going you're gonna to prepare, prepare an um, Iron Man visual, visualization tape for us, aren't you? I, absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you people who are listening, you've got to do it. Because it was, uh, it was I'm a, I said this before, but I just was such a skeptic. And I'm finding myself in the, uh, during the half Iron Man, just, um, just living the visualization. It was just the, it was the craziest thing. So... You have a you have a disciple in me. Oh, thanks. Uh, so thanks. Um, okay, well, th- I think that's good for for now. I think that will uh, carry us over to our next emergency, and uh, we'll get you back on to talk more about the visualization and um, whatever other problems pop up. But uh, Head Doc, thanks so much for joining us. And if you want to uh, learn more about uh, Head Doc or his services, it's uh, www.sportsminded.us. Thanks for joining us. You bet. You take care. All right. I think we're, are we cured of our show 21 craziness? I think we are, and I, and I think that, um, but in a good way, I don't think we're going to be boring, and, uh, you know, when you talk to Head Doc, you always come away with just, like, so calm, and, yeah. uh, 
Oh my God, he's the best. Oh, even need, better. And you know what I need to do is I need to send you. Um, and I think Head Doc will probably put this up on his website, but um, uh, he has this visual visualization tape in about um, you know your race, and he's gonna do a special one for Iron Man. But it is so peaceful and relaxing, and. Um, and I think what you need to do is, when you can't sleep at night, just put this on and yeah. uh, and get it get it in your brain of um, what your race is going to be like. Because it's it's uh, we did this for wildflowers. Just it was just mm-hmm. it just was perfect. I mean, it really worked. Yeah, I'm going to have to try that because this you know two thirty three o'clock in the morning thing. That's when I'm like three thirty in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. I'm supposed to be getting up then. You know, I can't be going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what, how much sleep do you think you're going to get uh, the night before um, Iron Man? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I, I not At this rate, probably none. But I need to fix that because I can't go, you know, the whole day, the next day, you know, on nothing. So. Oh, God. That's going to be so... How many times have you thought about crossing the finish line, by the way? Oh, I can't even count anymore. You know what? I have a surprise for you um, when uh, we cross the finish line. Triceratops and I have come up with such such a production of such a spectacular crossing of the finish line because we're going to be wearing the same clothes. We, she got her Iron Man Wisconsin um, stuff. So we're totally going to be twins. We have like the same little Italia socks and all of this stuff. And so anyway, it's going to be awesome. Two Italian teachers crossing the finish line. Now, so. are, you, are you guys going to try to do this together, or, or just going to be? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try to come in at the same time because we have just the most killer way we're going to cross the line and so everybody's going to have to tune in you can't give us any uh any uh it involves it involves let's see since this is all about the ratings it involves the removal of some clothing we'll say that oh nice so it's going to be a good time well you don't have very much clothing on (laughs) that's why i said you have to stay tuned to see wow you know it's funny i was thinking about has anybody like just stri- I actually was thinking about this. Has anybody just stripped down and run just like with their number across <laughs> the finish line? I don't think so. And to answer the next question, no, we're not going to be the first ones. <laughs> no, I was thinking about me. Forget you. <laughs> you're gonna. You think you're gonna um, go in the birthday suit across the finish line there? Well, I, you know the. Um, the gal with the U.S. soccer team, you know, when she took off her shirt and Mia Ham. Um, no, it wasn't Mia Ham. It was. Uh, yes, it was Mia Ham. No, it was not. It was. Yes, um, it was. Okay, uh, what do you want to bet? Okay, who was it? It was um, Brandy Castain, uh, Brandy Castain, or something like that. Are you talking about the sports bra thing, or are you talking about totally? I'm talking about the sports bra thing. Yeah, when they when they won, the right. whole team took off their shirts. No. One gal, Brandy Castain. Oh. Kate, let's bet. <laughs> Let's bet. Let's bet a. Um, I'll bet you a. I um, get your geek on T-shirt for a uh, through the wall T-shirt. Okay. Deal. Okay. Um, by right, the, by the way, I know I won. So. Um, well, we, Mia okay. Ham was not one of those people who took her shirt off and had her sports bra on. There's only there's only one person that did that, and it was she. She won it. You know, she did the. Um, the winning goal, and she ripped her shirt off, and you know, raised her muscles up. And they asked her why she did that. She goes, "I worked so hard on this body, you know, I wanted to show it off." And um, that's how. That's I not me and ham. It's not me and ham. Brandy, something or other. Brandy. Um, I thought the whole team did that. 
No, just just one gal. I wish the whole team did, but no. <laughs> just one one uh, gal. So, um, Brandy Chastain, and um, I'm right. I've already looked it up. <laughs> Extra large. <laughs> My T-shirt size is what I'm talking about. That. <laughs> when I'm crossing the finish line. Um, sorry. That's devastating. That's just. Uh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I, I sent out all the checks this week for the Tri Scholarship, and we, we've given away five, if you can believe it. So that's it's very cool. And we we need some more ent- or, uh, applications, I guess, um, which are basically just emails. And Tri Scholarships are, are um, scholarships we give. We pay for the entry fee for new triathletes or people who want to be triathletes. And the only qualification is that you send us your race report, and I think we already have one. Yeah, um, actually from John Maynard from tryrunnersroot.blogspot.com. So he writes, hello, Ironwell and Kahuna. Well, I did complete my first triathlon, so from here on out, I am no longer a virgin. Uh, <laughs> I posted a race report on my blog site if you want to review it for the show. Thanks for all of the support. John P. Maynard, no benches, no timeouts, no halftime. Welcome to my world. So we're going to have to check him, check out his race report on tryrunnersroot.blogspot.com and uh, see how he did. Congratulations, John. Excellent, excellent. That's so wonderful. So we, we've got those checks. Uh, the checks have gone out, and um, they're signed up. And, if, again, if you want to uh, sign up, just um, just send us an email on why uh, why you're doing a try or why you want to do a try. And, um you could you can earn a scholarship, and if you want to contribute to the scholarship fund, uh, you can go to either Will's or my website and hit the PayPal button and, and give a little contribution and spread the triathlon karma. Definitely. Which um, you could use in the last uh, quarter of your Ironman <coughs> Ironman race. Sounds like a plan, and it sounds like I'm gonna need it. So. <laughs> I am so enjoying you going first, and uh, I can be the smart ass and everything else. And you're freaking out, and then, of course, um, then I'll freak out. And then, yeah, and CNN, I'll have already gone before, and I'll be able to say, eh, it's nothing. Now, are you coming down to um, Ironman Florida? I'm doing everything I possibly can to be able to get down there because it's just such an iconic thing. I mean, what is this, like two years in the making now? I've got to get down there. I've got to find a way to get down there. So I'm uh, still working on it. Um, and uh, if I go, somebody's going to have to come get me from the airport and drive me all over the place because I'm not going to get a car because I'm just going to be coming off of, you know, my own Iron Man. And so I think I'm we could be... totally do that. We could totally do that. And um, I'm sure there's someone out there that is going to, like um, Shelly, that is... Uh, has a room and that could put you up and um and so you gotta do it yep i'm gonna have to find a way so um and yeah maybe actually because shelly's going to be sharing a room with us uh we're there's a bunch of us going to ride the ironman wisconsin course the second week of july and so we're staying overnight and uh so shelly's going to come down to do that and um triceratops is coming over to my house and we're going to drive over she's going to drive four hours in um from ohio and i'm going to drive the four hours up to wisconsin and um it's going to be a good time so yeah maybe uh maybe we can do something like that that'll work i heard um i heard a rumor that simply Stu may be riding with you guys yeah it, yeah he actually kind of lives right on the race course there so um i've been going back and forth an email with him and 
uh, he has some awesome advice on what to do for getting ready for your Ironman race and uh, some stuff I didn't even think of. So I'm going to have to get that list out and, and we can talk about it. But he's just so full of great advice and he's such a nice guy and I'm really looking forward to meeting him. So I hope he's um, free that weekend and can ride some of the course with us. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So I'm going to put you down as a yes for Ironman Florida. And, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, one way or another, I'm, I'm going to, I just have to go. How can I miss that? And how cool would it be to broadcast uh, or podcast live from uh, Ironman Florida? Yeah. Or not live, but, you know, on, on location from Ironman Florida. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I can get up in the box there and uh, <laughs> try Gikuna. You uh, are an Ironman. I know. I know. <laughs> We definitely got our we got our uniforms down. I've I've got a yeah. We I think we talked about this last time. I got to lose some weight to get into that snug little thing. You and I talked about this, but we, we didn't talk. You didn't oh, talk about didn't? this to oh, the blog land, God, no, to the podcast land. The, um, You're funny. I'm I'm such a chick sometimes, but uh, I think that uh, we got these great uniforms. Um, Team Tri Geek Dreams, and uh, it has a little uh, male and female version of the little geek, get your geek on. Get your geek on, guy and gal, and um, and it's it's uh there it it shows every bump and bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so, a good thing it doesn't go over your leg, huh? Oh. <laughs> um, I was gonna. Th- uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> let me get some more hate mail. At any rate, um. Yeah, so it's it's uh you know sort of like it it kind of comes up shows like a little little midriff thing and and uh, that's sort of like my last uh, five pounds is so I'm I'm going oh. to definitely have to lose that to look hot coming across that finish line you know <laughs> you worry and, way and, uh, too much you look <laughs> just fine well, don't worry about it um so that that was a I, you know, and you you have even less to wear than I do you just have a. Actually, you know what? On the bike course, I'm going to wear, I got, I think we talked about this before, where I got a lot of email that said, if you try to ride that bike course in that sports bra, you're going to be hurting on the run from right. the sun and stuff. Right. So um, I got the the sleeveless race, or the sleeveless bike jersey, so I'm going to wear that over top. I think it'll be, um, I think it'll be, uh, I think it'd be all right. So good, good. Well, I'm, mm. I'm, uh, yes, I'm, I'm all set. I got, I gotta, I gotta actually do a triathlon soon. Um, <laughs> so, so I've, uh, for those new listeners, I've, I didn't, I forgot to sign up for one of them. <laughs> and despite three or four months of training, and then um, the second one, I crashed my bike right before the race. So uh, I think. Um, <laughs> I think Robostu and I are going to go to, um, we, might, we might do the Olympic distance. There's Olympic distance one in um, Camp Pendleton, uh, which is down in Southern California. And um, I think we might do that one. And that's in June or maybe that's in July. Maybe it's in mid-June. I don't know. I don't know. It's, uh, I, kind of, I kind of feel weird about racing because I, I always go too fast when I race. And, and I don't want to get mm-hmm. injured before Ironman Florida. And I think that's the only, that's the only, um, Real way I risk a huge injury is by you know racing and going too fast and kind of blowing up. So anyway, um, you know I always dream about what I'm going to do when I stop this Ironman training and <laughs> one is I don't know why but I've had this total hankering for um, and I haven't eaten a donut in maybe ten twenty years. I mean I just don't eat donuts, oh, wow. but I just am dying for a donut. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, 
Huh. And so I want to get some donuts, <laughs> and I'm going to want to sleep in a lot. You're you're having a breakdown here. Last time on the podcast, last time you talked about hot chocolate from freaking Starbucks. This is that's like nuclear hot chocolate right there, and then pizza and beer and well, what's going on? Well, first of all, I was out of my head. I had a concussion. <laughs> But I read somewhere that they compared, and I don't, don't ask me why, and this is probably BS, but they compared recovery drinks like, you know, Cytomax and everything else with just, a, just some hot chocolate. And hot chocolate had, for whatever reason, had, you know, all the ingredients or better ingredients. So there was, like, no difference or even hot chocolate was better than all those scientifically, you know, developed um, recovery drinks. So I took that and as being um, it's okay to have some hot chocolate. Did did you like happen to read that in Why America's the Fattest Country in the World? <laughs> that was you in, know, edition twelve or what uh, was that? That was in um, in um, you know Swiss Miss News or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, something uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was on one of the triathlon sites, um, and it was you know I don't know. So um, uh, and then the pizza and beer were uh, because I had almost died, and I figured you know <laughs> your last meal, my last supper, I probably was. You know, bleeding out. My spleen was probably bleeding out. <laughs> figure, it's all going you know, to your leg. And that, that's that's uh, uh, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> yeah. I figured if I can have a last meal, that you know, I want it. I think my last would be pizza and beer. So, um, hey, at Iron Man, what's going to be the dinner um, after? I, you know, we got to scout. And beer? It, yeah, probably. We, we got to scout it out. It's going to be. We got about you know. We'll have more than a dozen people. I mean, probably be more like 24 people with spouses and and other people we pick up along the way. So it's going to be some place where we can, you know, have a big giant table and um, sit around. And I'm I'm going to trade um, tequila shots with Try Mama. Oh yeah. And um, uh, you know what was totally sweet? And I got to do a big uh, shout out to Try Mama and Try Daddy. Is they. Um, they invited me up. They knew I was feeling down, and they invited me up to the um, the Lifetime. I think it's called Lifetime Triathlon. Lifetime in, Triathlon, yeah. yeah. In Minneapolis, Aww. and uh, it was so sweet. They're just like, you know, you've had a rough start. You you haven't finished a triathlon. You haven't started a triathlon this year. And um, and how about if you come up here and uh, um, and do this Lifetime Triathlon on July fifteenth? So. Are you gonna come? Um, no. <laughs> I'm on, um, I, you know, I think I'm on a vacation then, and um, oh. so I don't think so, but um, I don't know. I, I mean, it was I, it was totally touched me, and it was so neat that someone was, was thinking about that and offered that, and, I, and if I wasn't, um, if, it, if, it was a, if it was a different time, I totally would do it, because I've never been to Minnesota even, so... Maybe we'll do it another time. And I, actually, what I want to do is, you know, when Try Mama does after uh, this show is so random, by the way, today. Um, but, uh, <laughs> well, that's okay because our brains are random. I guess, today. That's yeah, what we're, we're scattered. Um, yeah. They. Um, Here's our theme. She she did um, she does this this uh, like polar bear swim on January first. Yeah, the 1st, ice. Right. And you have to swim underwater and everything else. I would love to do that. I mean, I really wouldn't love to do that, but I'd love to say that I've done that. Oh, uh, gosh. I wouldn't, I, you know, not so much for me. I hate cold so much that I will, I I just, yeah, I, I don't even see the, no, not for me. 
And you, um, for someone who hates cold so much, you sure picked an interesting part of the country to settle down in. I'm telling you something. If it were up to me, I would I would live in California. I would live in um, I don't know. My dream is to have like this uh, little cottage on the Amalfi Coast in Italy and just overlook the ocean. I need to <laughs> before I die. I will live by the ocean. That I I um, am sure of. So, but you know what? I I don't mind it here because I like the seasons. I like um, you know the difference, and I I don't even mind the winter that much. Just because the more the winter sucks, the more I appreciate the spring. Does that make sense? <laughs> no. No. Oh. It's like the I don't know. crappier it is, the I don't know. Well, think, think about it. If you eat, what's your favorite food? Pizza. Yeah, let's say pizza. Pizza and beer. Is that your favorite food? Yeah. Okay. So you eat pizza and beer every day for like, I don't know, a year. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, pizza and beer, pizza and beer, pizza and beer. All the pizza and beer you can possibly possibly consume. Right. Okay. Why then, on say, like after Iron Man, what are you going to want to eat? Pizza and beer? How cool is it going to be then? You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I like to eat... um Brussels sprouts and <laughs> liver. You'll want something else. Exactly. You know what I mean? But yeah. the only the only reason that it's your favorite is because you never get to have it. Or you get to have it so infrequently that it becomes, you know, a hot commodity. Right. Supply and demand, right. you see? Right. So right. when the weather sucks like that and I have these crappy rides and whatever, when it's nice out, then you appreciate it that much more because it just is never there. Right. You see? That's right. how you keep life interesting. I got it. I got it. Stick with me, Kahuna. All right. Listen, we have um, now. It's it's time for our tri life lesson. Oh my gosh, we're already we're already uh, there, huh? We're already there, and um, everything is going so fast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's go. Let's go to your tri life lesson, and uh, what what. Uh, are you talking about your head, or what are you going to talk about? Am I talking about my head? <laughs> um, you know, it's probably going to be a little bit of this and a little bit of that, like the show. All right, well, let's, uh, <laughs> let's take a listen to a little bit of this <laughs> and a little bit of that. I smell vermin poontang, and the only good vermin poontang is dead vermin poontang. I guess we're playing for keeps now. Just look at all this coming down. Yeah, but I'm alright. Taking things in stride. Biding my time. In the end, it all turns out just fine. It's all in the perspective. There go a few more trees. But here I am, 
man. <laughs> I'm alright. And that's how she wrote. All right, Will, that was, um, <laughs> you always pull it off. How do you do that? I don't know. I've been asking myself that a lot lately. <laughs> you did a great job, and um, and that brings us to the end of Get Your Geek On number 20. Oh, next time there is no more playing around. The big two, one. We're going to be dangerous then. 21 and dangerous. Armed wow. and dangerous, and we'll be um, we'll be from uh, Las Vegas. When are you flying in? Uh, probably the night before. <laughs> the night before, okay. But we're gonna stay up all night. Uh, Simply Stu's already there. Oh, he's already, he's getting a, a jump start, huh? Yeah. And he's, okay. Uh, <laughs> he wants to get into the rhythm. Yeah. Tell Robo Stu to leave his dollar bills at home. Uh, Robo Stu, yeah, we'll we'll leave him. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave him behind. Um, he was, you know, Robo Stu. Um, was like he read the post. He's like, "You guys are going to Las Vegas." <laughs> he's like, "Oh, pissed he's not going." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Robo, you can go if you want. Uh, we'll we'll meet you there." Uh, so, oh, anyway, gosh. okay. Well, it's time to uh, say goodbye to our our dear listeners. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our scattered randoms. Uh, hey, scattered randoms. I kind of like that. <laughs> this time and until next time this is Iron Will signing off and this is the Trigi Kahuna saying aloha and mahalo and it's that time again for the business section of our show Get Your Geek On is sponsored by Chi Wallet also by Nepsa for all your web hosting domain and design needs Nepsa is your solution visit nepsa.com or call 877-99-NEPSA for comments, suggestions, or sponsorship inquiries, or to submit a soundbite for our next show, visit the sidebar of trygeekdreams.com or through th3wall.com for more information. Get Your Geek On is a production of Iron Geek New Media. And if you want to help sponsor the show, you can um, hit the PayPal buttons on either of our websites, or if you also want to sponsor a um, Tri Scholarship, you can do the same thing, and we'd appreciate any help uh, you can give us. All right, now stay tuned for some of our here and there moments. And this is Ironwell coming to you from just outside the Windy City in the world. <laughs> and this is Ironwell coming to you from just outside the Windy City and from what the oh that just killed me that Mayhem didn't do that. <laughs> do you know how long I thought Mayhem did that? Oh. Writing, as you know, is um, really emotionally draining. And you know you're mm-hmm. kind of putting your heart on the line each time, and uh, and editing is you know you're kind of butchering other people's work, so it's kind of <laughs> butchering other people's heart. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? I didn't imagine it. Mia Hamm took some kind of clothing off and had her sports bra on out there. Chastain became a household name in 1999 when, after scoring the fifth penalty kick that gave the United States a win over China in the final game of America's World Cup, she celebrated by ripping off her jersey and falling to her knees in a sports bra, her fists clenched in triumph. 
The, celebra- the photo of her celebration, which made the cover of Time, Newsweek, People, Sports Illustrated, became an icon for female athleticism. Why am I thinking it, something about Mia Hammond? Because she's, she's, uh, she's the one they market all the time, but it's not who did it. It's not who did it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. <laughs>